I see the Joker back there. Yeah, that's on Swap Pro. That's uh, tips and tricks for uh, Batman Return of the Joker. No, I heard that game was originally called Revenge of the Joker. Uh, it is on one of the... Oh, I see. That's a joke, but it, it is actually called that on one of the systems. Hey! <laughs> uh, my Joker joke. I had a dumb joke recently, which I, I don't think will make be good for anybody, but um, somebody on the PC Engine forum was talking about how they were having trouble with Bank 2. They're, they're like these memory banks that you can switch between. And I was like, Bank 2? Don't you mean Bank's Revenge? <laughs> I had a good time. Nobody responded to that. <laughs> so much for to listening my podcast oh this is episode 227 of insert credit a show where i ask the smartest people in video games i know the stupidest questions i can think of all to the beat of a horrible buzzer Mm -hmm. i'm alex jaffe and i'm celebrating mario day by taking double damage after a buzzard stole my favorite hat very nice (laughs) uh I'm Frank Cifaldi. Uh, I'm celebrating Mario Day by just going outside and picking some flowers. You know, not expecting fire powers or anything like that. Just just some flowers. Uh, hello, I'm Tim Rogers, and uh, I'm celebrating Mario Day by just running laps on, on uh, Tokyo Highway Route 246 on my sweet, sweet Sony PlayStation with the Neji Cone controller and the original Gran Turismo. Thank you. Um, I'm going to need some explanation. Because it's driving a car real fast. And Mario does that sometimes. I guess he does. It's also literally what I'm actually doing. Not any, That's not some kind of a joke. It's just literally what's going on over here. All right. I appreciate you taking it seriously. Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm celebrating Mario Day by um, constantly rotating through the air, chewing my way up a waterfall, <laughs> eating meat, and then getting really strong and angry. That's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yeah. All right. So this is a show where I ask you a bunch of questions under a time limit. You do your best to answer them. Uh, We're recording this the day after Sony's March 9th, 2022 state of play. Is there anything we want to talk about from that? I watched that. I have no idea what's going on. Sorry. I'm not paying attention in any way. I watched it. You you could blink and miss it, though, because it was really short. The the thing that looked most interesting to me was the like um, Lost Planet Dino Crisis Exotroopers that they're making they're they're making lost planet 2 for the third time which which seems like a good idea i don't know there's like a black hole opens and sort of vomits dinosaurs down into the earth at regular intervals and then a group of people in mech suits have to go and beat up the dinosaurs exterminate the dinosaurs in squads of four like why not i'll watch that i'll play that yeah we got a dino crisis on our hands that's what i was saying i mean yeah it seems all right i kind of was wondering why it wasn't just a dino crisis game me too I thought, you know, it, it it has the girl from Dino Crisis in it. I don't know if you noticed that. It's got her. She's right there. Yeah. Uh, the girl with the red hair. So uh, why isn't it just called Dino Crisis is the question. It is a curious question. I mean, you might as well. They don't want to encourage people to believe that they're going to just start bringing back the stuff that they like. Yeah. And Capcom's made a couple of things that people like and uh, and people would like them to bring that stuff back. And if they were to just call this game Dino Crisis, they just they called a meeting at the last minute and they're like, let's think of another name for this thing so that people don't expect us to just start bringing cool stuff back. Yeah, what's it called? Exoprimal? Exoprimal, yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's something, right? It's fine. I mean, it's it sounds like something. Just do they have the guts to pull it off? I don't think they do. I think that game's never coming out. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. I'm going to start pretending that I believe every game is just never going to happen. Oh, we'll get into that more later. I kind of feel that way. Oh, I, I noticed a cool thing. Uh, uh, Square Enix announced this game called Dio Field Chronicles. You see that? It's kind of I... a Growlancer-like sort of uh, pseudo-real-time. Uh, Growlancer is, in case you're unfamiliar, a uh, a small-scale ogre battle, more or less, with uh, a more of a Fire Emblem-sized party types. So... Is is it not Growlancer? I call it Growlancer because it's funnier, but it oh, is okay, Growlancer, yeah, if you want to get technical. That's what Tim does on this podcast. He growl answers. So uh, oh. that game looks real cool. And uh, uh, I, I really wish someone would uh, would hide the tilt shift button on the Square Enix uh, uh, graphics output machine that they have over there because they're going a little too bonkers with that. It's looking like Instagram 2011 yeah. uh, over at Square Enix. But I do think that game does look generally pretty neat in a way I like. And I noticed the one thing that uh, that made me sort of lull was the revelation that the composers of the music are uh, uh, the dude who did the music to Game of Thrones and the other dude who did some supplemental music to Game of Thrones, among other things. And I just remember I made a video for a website a while back, and I said that uh, Octopath Traveler reminded me of uh, of Game of Thrones in a couple of places in the way uh, certain things were, were configured. And I was like, I wonder if Japanese video game developers like Game of Thrones. And then I said... I can't be too sure, though, based on all of the Japanese video game developers I f- am friends with on Facebook who uh, frequently are who are working on role-playing games, uh, and they talk about Game of Thrones constantly. I'm wondering if they actually like Game of Thrones. And uh, I got like 200 comments on there being like, not everything is Game of Thrones, you simpleton. Well, now there's Elden Ring, and now there's this game with music by literally the Game of Thrones guys. So I feel like uh, I'm starting to look uh, like I was right. Which is a fun thing. I was curious to get uh, your read on the Cowabunga collection, since uh, you're experienced men in collecting and archiving. Oh, was that announced? It was. Yeah, that was announced. I know about that. I've got a mister, so I already have it. Very nice. It's very nice to already have that. I wouldn't give Konami money if you paid me to give them money. So that's my joke about that. Uh, was there a question for me, Jeffy? I heard my name. Yeah, Frank, what could you tell us about this? You seem to know about it. Uh, I probably owe them some scans. <laughs> I knew that it existed. That's that's what I knew. I knew that it was going to happen. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not working on it. It's digital clips upstairs. I don't know. I, I, I hear stuff, but uh, I, don't, I don't know that I know anything that's not in the announcement, assuming they announced the titles. I assume they did, right? They did. Okay, then... Uh, I know some of the art that's what's in there because I provided it, but uh, other than that, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think that their little um, the little frame that they have is not too bad because it it's like it's dark and then bright around the darkness and then dark again. What's what's the what's the collection called? Uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. Not a bad name, if I do say so. Uh, no, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think the frame looks pretty good. Uh, I, I was kind of impressed with that. I guess we'll see how how it goes. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that Valkyrie profile though, because that looks um, not good. <laughs> Valkyrie Elysium. Yeah. Oh, stop it! What do you mean it looks not good? They made it's a new Valkyrie profile game, and it's sixty FPS. Like I don't know, man. Oh, what what looks not good to you? I think the out the shader. Yeah, the, yeah, the little bit of shader shader bananas going on. Yeah, they got some nonsense going on with that. But the biggest thing is that it looks really empty, and it looks really simple. And it's possible that it won't be those things, but it's got very, like, open spaces with nothing in it, um, which is disappointing. I'm just going to... Did you did you play Valkyrie Profile 2? I didn't. Okay, so so in other words, um, 
uh you're you're part of the reason that it's not a higher budget like no offense uh, i played valkyrie profile too i loved it uh, even if i had played it i wouldn't have paid full price for it like that was never in the cards so i, I don't you know but uh, no 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 see you're you're mistaking paying uh retail price for a game for uh uh boosting the game's popularity you don't need to pay for the game in order to have played it and uh, mentioned it casually in conversation so this is how the whole viral marketing craze kicked in was uh just get the games into the hands of people they play them they talk about them uh if you if you'd played it uh, you might have talked to somebody about it and well, then that might have turned fault. into a it is it is a little bit your fault yeah Oops. so uh get blasted you just got brandon blasted that's all there is to it i got a question for brandon how do you use video games to raise three and a half million dollars for relief in Ukraine in three days? Well, there's a couple things that you do. One is everybody wants to do this already and people are just looking for ways to help out. And so that that part is easy. But another thing is, oh, yeah, for people that don't know, I'm, we're talking about the, the itch.io game bundle for, for Ukraine that supports charities which is still up if you're listening to this the day it goes out yes it is um it'll be up for a few more days after you listen to this yeah so we we were very careful about making sure that only paid games got in because there were a lot of free games in past bundles and i think that that helps increase the value of the bundle while also decreasing the amount of time it takes to release the bundle so mm -hmm. we were able to do it much closer to events than some past bundles because we were able to move faster uh another thing is to get games that were not in other bundles and are still popular and relevant. Raw Fury, for example, signed up to Itch in order to put their games out for this bundle. I think that helped. I also think that as crude as it is, I think having our hero graphic be on top of the Ukrainian flag made it really easy for people to share and made it like media friendly. Yeah, you immediately know what it's about. Yeah. And then... Past that, it's just like, uh, I don't know, saying no to everybody's nonsense and making sure that the focus is on the bundle making money for charity, not necessarily, uh, as, as rude as this may sound, not necessarily making developers feel good about themselves or making uh, gamers feel like they are getting the best deal in the universe or making them happy. It's all about making sure that money gets generated for the charities. And so there, there have been a lot of people that have been mad at me about not putting in more games or about um, not being able to contribute after the deadline. And it's like, none of those things are going to help this bundle make more money. And I only care about that. I don't care about whether everybody feels fine. And I'm okay with being the bad guy on that because uh, it's it's all about trying to actually do this, not not spend forever spinning our wheels. So the end. How did you curate this collection in such a short amount of time? Oh, yeah. We had um, about 20, 15, 20 volunteers, um, many of whom were from the Insert Credit Forums. So thanks to all of them. And it was really, it's very nice to have a group of people that you can basically trust to do things and be like, okay, we all need, we need to vet these 1,060 products in under a week. And so w one person put all the games into a spreadsheet. Uh, and then the rest of us claimed games to vet, and then we called out problem areas, or if the game was free, then we rejected it, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it was it was great. It was nice having all those instant credit people. We also had some tabletop RPG people that came and helped. Uh, I tried to sort of game director myself out of having it be a lot of work, and it went pretty well. I mean, it still was a lot of work, but it's like two and a bit weeks of work instead of 
months. The the last person who did one of these major bundles had to take a month off work to make it happen. So um, I'm glad that was not the case this time. But yeah, it's going well. Yeah, 992 items are a lot. What are some tips you have for people to like get started once they get this bundle? What are some games they should check out immediately? On the top of the bundle page itself, we put some of our callouts for like the big games or some of the interesting games. Um, we're also doing on the forums, we're doing a kind of like games that people liked through blind tests that they found. But yeah, I mean, just, just poke around. There's so much, there's so much stuff, but like, I don't know, zero rangers in there, things that are cute that I don't, I don't know if they're good or not, but they, they sure look like they might be. In a past episode, I very, very highly recommended a short hike. So that's, oh yes. Yeah. Short hikes in there. Yeah. One of the best reviewed games ever is in this bundle, a short hike. Uh, but you know, Celeste is here demonizer in there that looks cute it's like some sort of a shooting game where you're a demon and you're trying to turn um hateful humans into lovable demons it's pretty cute i don't know <laughs> it's all kinds i'm pretty of sure we once called baba is you the best puzzle game of all time and that's in there yeah but baba is you is in there um you got your kingdom two crowns there's a uh, backbone which is a like side-scrolling detective hd 2d kind of thing that um, maybe not enough people played so that would be interesting to take a look at there's that cloud cloud what's it game about making those ruined environments you know what i'm talking about cloud gardens that's the one cloud what's it as they call it <laughs> yeah cloud who's crosscode is in there that's a um high-end action rpg kind of thing plenty of places to get started wander song god darn check out that bundle it's uh the link is itch.io Slash B slash one three one six slash bundle just, dash four dash Ukraine. Just search for it. You'll find <laughs> search it. Search for yeah, it'll it'll show up. A lot of major places have covered it. Yeah. Here is our next question. When do you feel like a game was made specifically for you? Oh, are we talking about um Paradise Killer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like Paradise Killer was made specifically for me in a way that was rude, as I think I mentioned. Like they were taking all the things that I that I privately enjoy and publicizing them. Like um that kind of music w with like the 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 light jazziness and the city poppiness and then the the vaporwave aesthetic so that's that's one time but another time is i don't know like valis that's for me clearly they they run on rooftops yeah i was gonna say run on rooftops with a sword yeah that, that's brandon that's yeah. for me there's a uh loop on the third famicom game where you do that fyi i'll play it you shouldn't but it's there i'll do it I'll do it anyway. The ROM is on Tim's Mister right now. <laughs> Tim, you played that one? Yeah, he may be playing it this very second. Yeah, I played the loop on the third Famicom game. Nice. I've played a couple of them. Aren't there like two of them? Oh, uh, there are. Yeah, yeah. The, the older one is the one I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I, I don't know that I have the kind of brain where I go, this was just for me. <laughs> I, think, I think it's been since maybe high school that I thought anything was just for me. I think the invention of the internet has shown me that there are many me's out there. I'm not special. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I feel like especially in the past couple of years, I've learned that uh, anything uh, that I used to be the only person I knew who liked such and such thing, it turns out you can find a whole bunch of those people pretty easily. Yeah, they just didn't go to your high school. Yeah, they didn't go to my high school. Wouldn't you say, Tim, that there are certain certain games out there for which you are you are best equipped to immediately have a thoughtful opinion I, I feel like that sort of applies i mean i don't know i, I that's that's always a very tricky uh a, a tricky slope to slip onto uh it's to think that uh that i'm like 
better at reviewing a certain type of game than somebody else might be. Oh, I don't I think, think it's better. just that. Well, yeah. Well, y- y- I I know what you mean. Okay. It's just uh, I don't know. Everything I've 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 liked meaningfully enough, like for myself in the past, like like for example, Dragon Quest. I always feel like Dragon Quest is my sort of way to relax, and it's a just a good, great video game. But those they sell millions and millions of copies. So it's clearly not just for me. It's clearly for those millions of people uh, of whom I am I am just a one. But can't you feel subjectively like it's just for you, even if objectively you know it's not? Like this moment is yeah. a moment that I am experiencing in a way that's unique to me. Like I felt that with um with uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters, which is obviously a game that was made to evoke nostalgia for a time for specific people. And I'm not even one of those people because I didn't grow up in like Showa era Japan or whatever that was um, specifically yeah. about. But uh, there are moments in there where I, I felt very much like the, the emotion that I'm feeling right now or the, the, the vibe that I'm getting is something that, that I truly am experiencing. That's how I view it. Like when it, when you're in there and you're like, this is just me in the game for sure. Like, Obviously, other people. It's made for other people. Other people are enjoying it. But here I am in front of this video game, having this emotion. I don't know. I suppose I I, I get that every once in a while. It's just uh, I, I take a little umbrage with the uh, the phrasing made just for me. Sure. I just don't. I, I don't like. I, I I am trying to honor answer it honestly. I just it's it's hard for me to think in those terms, and that that might be on me. It might be me rejecting high school me still all these years later you know it's like no you you were just a little jerk you weren't you weren't smarter and cooler than everyone high school me deserves a break that's what i think <laughs> okay give that guy a break uh he he was doing his best with what he had he's having a hard emotional times you know he was just a kid yeah. yeah he wasn't great but you know he's he uh he got better he's still trying to get better He's still in there somewhere, so he he deserves a little bit of a break. I was a dirtbag, and I got beat up violently a lot through all of elementary, middle, and high school by uh, a, a small group of people uh, who identified me on site, and locked on, and I still don't think uh, uh, I don't think I deserve a break. Does that make sense? <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's a little bit. Uh, it doesn't, but I'll let it go. I still don't think I deserve a break. I think I was a loser. I mean, it wasn't a hundred percent my fault that I got to. You know, kicked in the nuts, punched in the back of the head eight or nine times. wasn't exactly a hundred percent my fault, but you know, I could have at least uh, chilled out and hung out with somebody. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's a fault in that in that scenario that's particularly yours, unless you were trying to go after those people. I don't know. It's it's a weird framing because, like, obviously those people shouldn't be beating you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. On a previous episode. We discussed what the Quantic Dream Star Wars game is probably going to be like. Now that we know it's on a projected five-year timetable, I have to ask, how can we stop a major video game from ever being finished? (laughs) Wait, what is this five-year timetable? What is this? Yeah, it's projected to uh, be complete by like 2027 or 2028. Oh, good lord. Well, we could just wait out the clock. But uh, as as a little aside, some some people rediscovered um, yesterday that uh, David Cage did the music for that Speedy Gonzalez game on the Genesis, like cheesy something something. Cheesy mm-hmm. catastrophe. Yeah, something like that. Cheese catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So people, I'm not gonna pe- look it up. We're just people are enjoying guess. that one. Yeah. Um, That's a it's a bad soundtrack, Jerry. So maybe maybe uh, one thing we could do is get David Cage 
inspired again to also do the music, which might slow everything down because he wants to make decisions on everything then. Yeah, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could go the violent route. But I don't think it's in our nature, but it's no. the question isn't what would we actually do, right? It's just how how might one accomplish? Yes. How, how do we how do we pull this off? Uh, French yeah. labor laws. We could, uh, you know, he's had some trouble with that. We could expose some more things and, and get the company. I think it's easier to poison everyone. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think they should die for this. Well, again, this is not what would we do. It's how could we accomplish. Oh, right? how could we? So, well, purely from an objective perspective, I'm just going <laughs> to murder the entirety of Quantic Dream. Poisoning is easier. Blow them up. So, what, are they going to find another another studio? Yeah. Aliens? We could get aliens to come down and abduct them into an identical Earth where they think they're still making the game, mm. but th- that doesn't happen here in our Again, Earth. I think poison is easier. Uh, well, uh, we, weren't, we didn't say what's easiest. We said what's best, and I think that aliens abducting them to an Earth 2 is best. <laughs> well, in that scenario, when it's done, I want a copy. I want the only copy on our Earth. Oh, yeah, there we go. The rarest video game. <laughs> and then you can preserve it and not let anyone have it, though. Yeah, that's what preservation is. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what I've heard. Just letting everybody know, don't worry, somebody's got it. Is that what <laughs> yeah, it is? Someone is on the case. <laughs> yeah. Somebody owns it. Don't worry. You don't have to. In reality, though, uh, there's probably some dirt. We could make the dirt more exposed, right? Like we could we could double down on that. Oh, yeah. Didn't really seem to do much the first time as good as the no. reports were. I mean, Dean Takahashi did really good damage control with his article for them. So. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that one? I didn't. I was just imagining it. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> It's it's exactly what you're imagining, except worse, because he's like he only talked to people at the studio. He talked to like uh. employees that David Cage like brought to him to say like, no, everything's cool, and like they invited him out to the studio to hang out and stuff. And he put that in the article. Oh my god, <laughs> nothing gets the uh, you know the journalists. Uh, you write nice stuff about you, like just inviting them to hang out, right? Is that yeah. the thing? You want to come? Hey, dude, you want to hang out? They'll write anything. You just use the words hang out. You want to hang out? I met David Cage once. Did I tell you guys this? I don't know. What was that like? It was weird. It was apropos of the game uh, Detroit Become Human. Mm. And it was shortly after the uh, the stuff came up. And uh, I I attended, uh, you know, as, as the video guy, I attended to uh, watch a demo presentation of the game and then be given some video footage that I could use to make some sort of unpaid promotion for them uh, they, they let me bring another person another and since we didn't really have another person in the in the video department i i did opt to invite and bring uh the journalist who was investigating the the stuff oh hot darn <laughs> and uh it was very funny to bring the question up while david cage was in the middle of a, a moving robot detective or whoever he is around on the screen and to have him just like completely ignore it and then have the PR person uh, point out, you know, how shiny the desk surface was or whatever. <laughs> so those tactics won't work. So I think definitely go with the poison. Yeah, the poison seems to be the way. That's the way. I think you don't have to kill him. You just make him like really, really sick. Yeah, for 10 years. <laughs> give him, well, and just give him really bad diarrhea. Uh, you, you could you could put a hex on him where um, if he gets near a video game or thinks about a video game, then he gets he gets really ill. You could tell Microsoft to acquire them and then cancel it. 
Oh yeah, yeah that's a good. That, that, yeah, you could mm-hmm. just give him uh, an idea for another game. That's true. <laughs> that's basically poison. Are you kidding? All of these ideas are from his brain. He doesn't listen to other ideas. Well, no, yeah. no. Well, what you do is you fabricate a whole bunch of enthusiasm for David Cage to do something original with some other IP, like like some something kind of weird. Like not even like, an IP. Just be like, we wish David Cage would make games about. Little girls and robot racism again, or whatever. (laughs) And then, you know, you just have millions of people signing a fraudulentchange.org petition. He seems like the kind of guy who would believe a change.org petition. You could also probably pay, like, whoever's still alive from the uh, uh, French New Wave, one of those directors or journalists, to be like, I would love to work with David Cage on a game because he's the auteur of video games. And so then he would drop everything for that. He'd drop everything. He'd have to do it. Yeah, it would be really funny. But you would want to do this about three years into the development of the Star Wars right, game. So exactly. that you then uh, Cat Burglar into the office and just blow up the, the source code. Yeah. yeah. So that, you know, just, just to make double sure. That he doesn't double back to the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game that, never gets that's finished. That's the only way to be sure. All right. I think we've solved it. And this is absolutely actionable plans that we've developed here. Uh, we'll be right back <laughs> after a quick break. Poison. Uh, Goodbye. Poison. Poison. There's teens from this high school, and they don't—they clearly don't go to school in person every day. But when they do go to school in person, they have to all walk by um, my house twice, and or at least twice. Sometimes it feels like they—they—they're coming shifts or something. They come back for lunch and some stuff. But the corner of of this house seems like a place that people really like to hang out and shriek, which I guess is what the teens do. And. Uh, Fair enough to them, but they're 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 doing it right now. In case you can hear any any teens going, wah! Can't. Okay, good. Sometimes they're surreptitiously smoking marijuana joints and screeching. Or no, usually then they're very very quiet. <laughs> but it's it's funny to watch. Like I'm not trying to watch them. They're just right outside my window, and uh, it, it's funny to watch people really really trying to be sneaky when they're in full view of me. Like I I can sure see everything that they're doing. But they're, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to sneak back here. I'm like, okay, buddy. That's my teens report. All right. Welcome back to Insert Credit. It's time for an overdue return to Violence Island. Oh, violence. Oh, poison. Poison. <laughs> This is the segment where we take matchups suggested by our community at forums.insertcredit.com of video game and video game adjacent personae, uh, decide who would win in a violent match between them, and then pair up the survivors until only one remains, and then uh-huh. retire that champion from the island forever, question mark. Our first match is Gabriel Belmont from Castlevania Lords of Shadow versus Francisca Von Karma from the Phoenix Wright video games. Uh, so Von Karma, she's, she's got a whip. She's got a whip. Oh, that one. Okay, got it. Yeah, and, uh, and bluish-purplish hair. And Gabriel Belmont is in the bad Castlevanias. He's in the bad Castlevanias, yes. He's okay. the worst of the Belmonts. Wait, are they bad? Have you played them? What? Yeah. <laughs> have you played them? Uh, not, not long enough to uh, have extremely detailed opinions about why they're bad but long enough to feel like they were bad okay yes 
Okay, I mean, I, I've played them long enough to feel like, uh, I guess I could kind of enjoy them. Let's not forget, many, 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 many years, everyone just called the Nintendo 64 Castlevanias utter trash. It's and, true. Uh, they have they have been reevaluated somewhat recently. You know, what I would say more than bad is mediocre. Listeners deep into the future, after Lord the Lords of Shadow Games have been reevaluated as, uh, as some kind of masterpieces, um, <laughs> just... Uh, that's that's Brandon Sheffield said that, not me. I think people like them already. Uh, I don't like them either, but I don't like them either. But I, I'm not the one who flatly just called them the the bad <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah, <laughs> bad Sylvanias. I, I played about three hours of them. Anyway, that's enough of that. Goodbye. Um, Bye. Which, who's the other person? Uh, Francisca von Karma from the Phoenix Wright Games. Uh, I don't know who that is. I've only played them in Japanese. She's, she's the one with the whip. It's it, we're pairing two whip users. Oh yeah, two whip users. Yeah. I mean, von Karma's cooler, but Belmont killed Dracula. He killed Dracula, and he's in 3D. I don't know. He's in 3D. You got fast, hot action. I mean, as much as I prefer Von Karma, I have to say that um, she gets defeated with words by Phoenix Wright, who's, uh, by all right. accounts, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. a bumbling doof. So uh, l- l- I think we got to go with the Belmont on this one. I'm, I'm Here's at- my argument for Von Karma. Von Karma regularly intimidates Phoenix Wright. And Phoenix Wright is in those Marvel vs. Capcom games, so by the transitive property, he's as powerful as Magneto or Cyclops. (laughs) That is true. Which one is Phoenix Wright? I've only played those games in Japanese. Are any of the Belmonts in Marvel vs. Capcom? Why would a Belmont be in Marvel vs. Capcom and Konami? Just a little bit. Yeah. Just Just a little Konami. Yeah. Just a taste. Is he in a Smash Bros. or something? Is there a Belmont? Yeah, he's in there. Right, right. Ryu is in Super Smash Bros. with the Belmonts. Uh, so if Ryu is equal to the Belmonts, and Ryu is equal to Phoenix Wright, and Francisca is able to beat Phoenix Wright, then yeah. that would make Francisca superior to the Belmonts, wouldn't it? But she doesn't... Uh, she I, doesn't don't, I don't care if she lost. She doesn't physically <laughs> defeat him. She intimidates him with her whip. Yeah, but he always wins. Well, then you just press the X button, and he whips her, and she dies. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Belmont's our winner. Yeah, even a lesser Belmont is uh, is Still if you a were a lawyer. You wouldn't want to meet even a lesser Belmont in the no. uh, in an alley. Our next match is the Raving Rabbids versus the Rub Rabbits. Oh God! Are the okay. Rub Rabbits actually? So the Rub Rabbits are actually people, right? Yeah. So, th- but what do they do in the games? The Rub Rabbits are they the ones who like set they up? They yell. The- they scream. Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about Rub Rabbits or yeah? Raving I think the Rabbits? Rub Rabbits are in love. Is their thing. Yeah, and and then the raving rabbits, they 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 can do all kinds of stuff. They got guns. They're very annoying. They got they're big basically eyeballs. minions, right? Minions. I mean, yes. Yeah. The raving so. rabbits convinced god darn steel toed boot wearer Super Mario to pick up a god darn gun. <laughs> That's right. Meanwhile, rub rabbits couldn't even save Yuji Naka's life. <laughs> That's right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's the rabbits. I'm, I'm, I'm call going it, towards call the it what it is. Rabbits yeah. got all kinds of weapons, and yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Mario so never, never, never cared to pick up a weapon. He was like Batman, no guns, uh, for years. And he saw one of those guys and immediately picked up a hot piece. Yeah. So oh, yeah. after so many years sad. of living in New York, it's impressive it took that. That's what it took. Yeah, uh, well, his wrench was enough. Get out of here, he'd say with the wrench. And then uh, he saw those rabbits and went, oh, no. Yeah. And that was it. Guy was goblinized. I I think that's that's a definitive victory for the rabbits. Stupid rabbits. We should sick them on David Cage. Yeah, there you go. They're French. That's another way. Put them into his games. Our next match is Linkle versus Bowsette. 
Ah, shoot. I, I hate to say this this way, but Lingle's hot as heck. So <laughs> Also, Bowsette doesn't exist, right? Bowsette's not official. Yeah. She does represent the power of the people, though. That's true. No, that's a good point. Yeah, she was willed into existence, right? But that's what people want. We're talking about Lincoln of Lincoln Liver. Oh, oh, okay. No, so Lincoln. I... Lincoln is Lincoln is a female Link character. Okay, so I thought we were talking about Lincoln Liver Story, the uh, Saturn game. That's where my brain. I, I, I like that game a lot. I was just playing that game last week with my my retro bit uh, wireless uh, Sega Saturn controller, two point nice. four G wireless, Jerry. Good game. One of my okay, favorites. Okay, so so neither so neither of them are real. Oh wait, no, Lincoln is real. No, Lincoln Lincoln is real. She is she is a canonical female Link for the Hyrule Warriors games. Okay, and she's got two crossbows. Link can defeat both Bowser and Peach, like no problem, I think. So that's, therefore, that's yeah. true. Cool. That's true. Yeah, what does what does a, a sword person do if not slay dragons? Y- you've right? got so. a you got a female version of a villain design, designed to be defeated, and then you have a female version of a hero designed to win. So I think I think we got our answer. Mm-hmm. It's Linkle. Yeah. Also, they really should just let you play as Linkle. They should uh, in the regular Zelda games. There should just be a female option. Have you ever seen how weird people get when someone says you should be able to pick female Link? People yes. get all weird about it. It's like, oh, he has to be male because he's a boy rescuing her. It's like, nah, man, just may, let, let him be a girl. Who cares? All right. I will say that according to the uh, Super Smash Brothers community's tier lists, uh, Peach is considered an A-plus character, while yeah. Link is merely an A character. Uh-oh. Hmm, However, no. Bowser, I believe, is considerably lower, so it averages. Oh, well, out. we need. We, yeah, well, we need to just take the average of Bowser and Peach there for that one. That's scientific way to settle that. And we assume we assume Linkle is identical to Link, right? So yeah, fair enough. Okay, mm-hmm. our next match is Geese Howard versus Untitled Goose. Oh, goose versus Geese versus Goose. I'm gonna be honest. It, well, why wouldn't I be? Uh, I hate when people say that. Why did I do it? Anyway. Uh, Geese Howard, he's got energy waves. He's he's been yeah. killed a couple times and brought back. That goose is just a goose. <laughs> goose has never had to like fight someone, as far as we know. So, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Geese say, Howard, I, 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 people were all about the goose. They were talking about the goose on the street. They were talking about the goose on TV. Yeah, right. We're all talking about the goose. We love the goose. The goose is hilarious. He's funny because he stole a kid's glasses. He sat on a guy's sandwich. He took a dump in a lady's soup, or whatever it is the goose does that we just think is is so impetuous, right? So cute and charming. But he doesn't ever have to deal with any kind of real conflict. And I think Geese Howard, you know, Rocky can catch a chicken. Yeah. You know, we've all seen Rocky. Geese Howard can uh, turn that goose into a coward. I think he can. <laughs> I think he can wring that goose's neck. Um, and I, I do actually think definitively the Untitled Goose. Now, we haven't specified this for any of the other uh, battles so far, though. For this one, I think it's important to note that the Untitled Goose will die. Uh, it yeah. does die in this <laughs> yeah. contest. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, right? So I wouldn't eat him. Uh, but I, I would actually want to hang out with the person who did. Yeah, the Untitled Goose is banned from all future matches, but is not on the shadow banned list. <laughs> Definitively yeah, dead. Because Definitively dead. dead in the Violent Silent universe. Dead and eaten. Geese Howard and Terry Bogard would come together <laughs> to enjoy a Christmas goose. That's right. Rock would show up and be like, which one of you is my real dad? And that's how it would be. Again, and then they would just start asking each other who's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's time for our semifinals. Uh, Gabriel Belmont versus the Raving Rabbids. Oh, well, um, one thing that, that Lords of Shadow does 
quote unquote well is uh you you just kind of really rip up a bunch of dudes at a time yeah you just kind of devil may cry in a bunch of dudes so uh those rabbits however uh Gabriel Belmont specializes in the extermination of creatures Transylvanian, Romania adjacent and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how he deals with uh, the culture shock of fighting against something so French as a rabbit. Yeah. So I don't know what the the thinking process is there. I also just feel like, I don't know, it's a multiple man situation. I feel like rabbits are infinite. I think that uh, I'm going to have a hard time thinking anything can defeat the rabbits. Yeah, they're so multitudinous, and there never appears yeah, to right. be an end to them. And they're scary, man. They're really scary. And they have guns. Yeah. They're basically the uh, the flea man from Castlevania. Like, mm-hmm. I can handle a yeah. flea man or two in Rondo, right? I can handle right. a couple of them. It's just, if you were to put me in a room with, like, a video game console CPU permitting, something like 300 of them, yeah. I'd probably take it. I'd fill my trousers, dude. I'd fill my pants. Yeah, so I think it's rabbits. I think it, yeah, I think it's the rabbits. Uh, our next match is Linkle versus Geese. <laughs> it's a tough right. call. Geese has those energy blasts. Wait, who's Linkle again? Is, is she from the it's just game Link. of Linkle Liver story? That was <laughs> yeah, <my joke>. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so Link, Linkle's got a bow and arrow. Linkle's got a sword. Linkle's got what? I don't Bombs. know. Bombs. Bombs, yeah. I mean, Geese is done. I don't know. Geese is, Geese is older and uh, more combat experience and, and uh, energy waves. I'm going to tell you what holds Geese back. It's those Aikido pants. Yeah. Yeah, you could trip on those real easy. Less mobile. Okay. All right. He's right. going to trip I... and fall on his face and go, ooh, <laughs> and get stabbed in the back. He's, he's going to fall finisher. off the building is what he's going to do. That's And Linkle's going to go, eh, and uh, uh, he's done. So so Linkle has defeated Geese Howard, but can she defeat the Raving Rabbits? What, what is, That's a good question. What, what is an anime character's uh, favorite letter? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually two letters in Japanese, but yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You said so. It's rabbits and Linkle now. Rabbits versus That's Linkle. That's right. That's our finale. Man, it's probably still going to be the rabbits. <sighs> I think so too. Those rabbits are bonkers. They're a bunch of idiots. Linkle was in a uh, in the High Hyrule Warriors thing, which is a That's Muso right. game. So she's sort of designed to attack multiple enemies Take at on once. Millions and billions. Yeah. But but I mean, anybody versus the rabbits is basically like. Uh, I don't know, like a like like a Kentucky Walmart employee versus Black Friday, you know, <laughs> like door like doorbusters. Yeah, those rabbits are they're they're a bunch of little doorbusters. That's what they are. You don't know door what they're going to do. Gun tote and flea men. You don't know where they've been. They want sales, and you don't know where they're going. I, Their kids I, need TVs. Yeah, they're uh, they're here, and they're not happy ever. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna have to call it the raving rabbits are our winners. <laughs> And they go on to our shadow band list. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, you ban those rabbits. They deserve to be banned. All right. If you're listening to this, I would recommend that you subscribe or review this show on any platform available to you, uh, because that's a big help to us. You could go to patreon.com slash insert credit, where you could become mm-hmm. a patron to submit your own topics. Listen to monthly bonus episodes. Get other exclusive content. Uh, if you're listening to this as it comes out, you're still in the window to get that Ukraine bundle on Itch. Uh, just look up Itchio Ukraine bundle. You'll find it. Not the bundle for the UK. Don't buy that one. Because no. they don't really need uh, any extra money over there. You could follow us on social media for our own personal updates and projects. The show is at twitter.com slash insert credit. I'm at twitter.com slash Alex Jaffe. Brandon is at twitter.com slash Necrosofty. Frank is at twitter.com slash Frank Zafaldi. And Tim is at youtube.com slash action button. That's me. 
This show is edited by Esper Quinn with music by Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And you have now saved your game. I just want everyone listening to this to know that for uh, during the time that it took us to record this podcast, I obtained a gold in every B license in Gran Turismo uh, for PlayStation 1. So just letting everybody know that. That's how long it took me. I'm a pro.